The number of Bitcoin ATMs in the United States is on the rise. Bids for Jack Dorsey's first tweet are on the rise. And Mark Cuban says Dogecoin is on the rise. So much rising, so much excite. And speaking of rising, guess how much the world's most expensive NFT was just purchased for? Well, if you read the title of the show, you'll know the answer. But for those who trust us enough to just push play, the number will astound you. It will amaze you. You may even find yourself bum-fuzzled. Your bum will indeed be fuzzled. That's the business we're in. It's the wild, weird, wacky world of blockchain and cryptocurrency, and we are your wild, weird, and wacky hosts. Just two dudes infatuated with the space and NFTs. There's tons of news to discuss, and we're glad you're here for our slightly bum-fuzzled Bad News, episode number 494 of the Bum-Fuzzled Podcast. Bad Crypto, sorry. Bad Crypto. Five, four, three... Sir Lord Travis Wright, is your bum fuzzled? It is not, but when you were talking about all those things rising, I was like, I need to adjust myself. (laughs) Something got fuzzled. Uh, welcome to the Bad Crypto Podcast, the show for the crypto curious and the crypto serious. We are your wild, weird, wacky, and some would say wonderful hosts. I'm Joel Com, And I am the um, wonderful Travis Wright. Sir Lord Bum Fuzzled. Yes. I like <laughs> to say that, uh, you know, I'm, I am amazing at being humble. I'm the most humble person you'll ever meet. I'm great at humility. Nobody is better at being humble than me. Congratulations. I can assure you. You should get an award for your humility. I tell you what. I mean, I put it on a plaque. and Maybe I'll just put it on my background on my Zoom. I've got a Here's plaque. my humble award. But that's the stuff the dentist said is on my teeth. I probably need to go get my teeth cleaned. Uh-oh. Lots happening, Sir Lord Travis Wright. And there's so much happening in the NFT world that even though we do a show called The Nifty Show every Friday, which is also in your ear holes if you prefer to find it on the podcast platforms, we actually have an expanded NFT segment at the end of this episode because there is just, there's, it's unavoidable. There's so much happening. It's redonkulous. And it is all the fuzzling and all the bums. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to talk about some news here in a second, some really breaking stuff. But first of all, we're going to talk about Electronium, and we're going to do it really fast. Electronium, they have 4 million users worldwide in less than three years. Bam. They, they have this website called anytask.com that provides thousands of freelancers the opportunity to utilize their services bam. without a bank account. Bam, bam. You can get thousands of tasks done for a dollar a piece. Bam, times a thousand. They get paid in Electronium. And it's really nice. Shazam. Go check it out, anytask.com, and do it now. On top of the BAM, yeah. And also, you know, GameStop proved that hedge funds don't only play by the rules, but they're going to change them if they aren't the ones winning. They don't like to lose. As a retail investor, no matter how well you play, they always get a bigger piece of the pie. They're like, that's our pie. Don't take my pie. So imagine a different service, a new one, where not only are the rules fixed, Everybody plays by them, including 
the whales, and everybody who sticks to the plan wins. That is the plan for Yield.app. It's a DeFi project secured by an audited infrastructure insured by the YLD Insurance Fund to protect retail investors, and they give you up to 20% annual percentage yearly, daily, in a mix of stable coins and their yield tokens. Sign up now and start stacking at Yield app. And the link that you can go via the Bad Crypto Podcast is really easy. Badco.in forward slash yield. Stop and yield. Badco.in forward slash yield. Sir Lord Travis Wright, are you ready for the news? I'm ready for the news. People out there in the audience, are you ready for the news? Wait. I didn't hear that guy over there. You, yeah, the one that didn't respond. Are you ready for the news? I think he just burped instead. Okay, news. Go into the browser, refreshifying it so we're all on the same page. It is Thursday, the 11th of March. The time in the Rocky Mountains right now is a view out upon the beautiful day in Denver, and we have a blizzard on the way. It is 3.12 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. The crypto market cap approaching $1.8 trillion, just shy of that right now. Bitcoin, $57,693. Ethereum, $1,836. Binance Coin in the number three slot, $290. Tether, $1.01. Polkadot, $37.23. Cardano, $1.12. You know, I got to look more into Cardano. I kind of feel like maybe that is... uh, that is a low price right now, and they've got a lot of potential, but I am not a financial advisor. XRP, 45 cents. Uniswap, moving into the top 10, I believe, for the first time, $31.59. Litecoin, $200. And Chainlink in the number 10 slot this week, $30.19. Yeah, look at that. Big, big numbers. And I like to look at this. Here. I'm going to scroll down. Uh, billion, 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 billion. All right, the first not billion dollar dollar blockchain is number seventy eight. Flow. Wow, it's just they, under a billion. All the they, rest of them are above that are a billion, dude, uh, or two or three or five, or with Bitcoin, uh, one trillion. Hey Travis, when you get into the the hot ones, Jesus, look at that. Now that's it right there. That's the right. thing. Bitcoin's market cap is over a trillion. And ladies and gentlemen, big news. Bitcoin, as Joel mentioned, 57.6. That is a new all-time high. That means the bulls are back in town. The bulls are back in town. The previous high was 57.3. I've paid attention to that. And now it's 57.6. All right, so I said something, and then what I said was not actual accurate. So I thought our all-time high was 57.3. It looks like our all-time high is 58 six so we are about a thousand dollars under that all-time high so if we break through that then there is an all-time high and then the bulls are back in town if it touches that and goes back down then we'll have to see what happens it's coming well you know i know how you like to look at the big winners for the week and as i know you're gonna look at this first one and go i don't know what this is uh, it's called cleaver it's up 510 percent this week and I actually discovered it a couple weeks ago. I did not buy any tokens, but I noticed I went to look at my Tron and the Tron wallet I was using has been phased out. So I went, all right, I'm like, all right, where do I go to move my Tron? And I found the Cleaver wallet. And so I moved my TRX into that wallet and it looks like something happened with Cleaver this week. And it, it I mean, 510%, I'm like, <laughs> leave it to Cleaver. 
Yeah, nice. That's a big one right there. Uh, 510%. That's a big one. Chili's. You know, you can go get some baby back ribs over there, Chili's. I want my crypto back, crypto back, crypto back, crypto back. I think I actually bought some of that not long ago. I'll have to check and see. Chili's up 318%. Hedera Hashcraft up 104. Polygon, which used to be Matic, is up 103%. Theta up 85, all the way up to $7.40 from Theta. When we first talked about Theta, it was around 10 cents, folks. Less than 10 cents, maybe 7 cents. Bitmax token is up 64% over a dollar. Swiss Borg is the delicious cheese. It's up a dollar fifty to a dollar fifty-three. Uh, the Mana Decentraland is up over fifty cents, fifty-five percent this week. This gets me. Engine Engine is up fifty-five percent this week. Why? I don't know. But its market cap is one point seven billion dollars, and I would say Wax has way more uses, way more <clears throat> activity on the blockchain. Well, you know, Wax is on the move. Of course, we are big fans. It is now number 145 in market cap. It touched 20 cents, I believe, this last week, pulled back to around 16, currently sitting around 19 cents, which is, you know, a pretty significant move. Uh, That is in the last 14 days, 132% increase. Over the last 30 days, 315% increase. So the world is beginning to discover wax and uh, being on the wax advisory council you know we get to hear about some things that might be coming down the pipe and and all i could tell you guys is big intellectual property okay and when i say big i mean big because big is big huge huge it's coming there's no stopping it and uh, we'll talk more about what we've been experiencing in the nft world this next week but it's starting to feel like every day is monumental opportunity. So uh, we'll, we'll get to Beginning that. Beginning to bit. look a lot like opportunity. Um, so Kusama KSM is a is one of these tokens. It's now all the way up to number thirty five. We see it on the top ten, you know, popping up every week. Thirty six percent. There's been some really big YouTubers talking about KSM and the ecosystem. I was watching this one guy. who's pretty credible. He was talking about how he thinks that uh, people are going to start FOMOing in. A Kusama at around a grand, and uh, it'll, they said it'll still be early. It's uh, 330 bucks right now. I don't have any, but it um, looks interesting. I have none as well, but what I do have is a little bit of Bitcoin. You know, if I hadn't sold off and capitulated um, <laughs> last year, I'd have more, but I don't. Uh, regardless, the market seems to be very favorable right now. In Cointelegraph.com, an article by Jordan Finesseth says, Bitcoin bulls stampede towards $60,000 after a key Bitcoin resistance point is broken. And that that resistance point was $57,000. And the key part of this article to me is that institutions are increasing their exposure to crypto, right? If you can push up to the resistance plates and the institutions are putting money in, boy, the odds of it falling a bunch, again, just seem to diminish, Yep. So 57,000 was one of those big resistance points. And now they passed back above that. And uh, yeah, 60,000 is uh, on the horizon. That's what they're thinking. Other folks on this other piece of news saying that Bitcoin is not overbought and could reach 75,000 before the current bull bull market ends. That's what Kraken is saying. So they want to, they want to uh, unleash the Kraken on us and say, Hey, $75,000 Bitcoin right now it's 57. Let's just switch the numbers around, baby. Get Kraken with it. You know, I think Kraken may have been 
the first exchange that I signed up for back when U.S. citizens could back in nope. 2000. I think you did Poloniex. Oh, you know what? You're right. It was Poloniex and then Kraken. Because you and got I, Poloniex and you got some Ant shares, which became Neo. Oh, you're correct, sir. Good memory. Do you know I still have that initial Neo? Those initial Ant shares and Neo uh, still reside in the same wallet. Well, not Very the Ant's nice. wallet, in the the Neon wallet. Boy, the price of that has plummeted over the time. What is that worth now? What? Antshares? Antshares is nothing anymore, but Neo <laughs> is something. Well, it, I thought every, Neo was going to be like massive. It is thirty-seven overall, but it was in the top ten for the longest time. It's a forty-one bucks. I mean, all-time high, I guess, is uh, it's somewhere around there. I guess what is what's the all-time high? Well, the all-time high was a touch two hundred oh, yeah, on the day. Two hundred bucks back in the day. Dang. Yeah, but that everything went up on that day. That was uh, Sunday, January fourteenth, was the day that every coin that was around then had its super high and it was truly a one day spike and then they were living infamy yes yeah then it went down again but you know this is pretty good recovery considering that at its low it looks like it went down to about six dollars um i would say that's a pretty solid recovery uh, unless you bought it that you know high watermark there was that window in late 2017 the very end of 2017 in the very beginning of 2018 it was like a three-week window where everything was crazy. And if you bought then, uh, you probably are holding on to losses right now. But hey, I remember you bought Ant shares at what, like $2.50 or something uh -huh. like that? Yeah. Damn, that means you got it like in mid-June and then uh, popped up to 200 bucks. So we thought, oh man, it's the Chinese Ethereum. Here it is. It still might be. I don't know. All I know is uh, I don't know what's going on with the project. I really don't. But I do know that we're talking about the rise of crypto and Bitcoin. And that came from this article here on Cointelegraph. The number of Bitcoin ATMs in the US rose 177% over the past year. Close to 10,000 new Bitcoin ATMs have been installed since March 1st of 2020. That's a lot of new machines. There you go. 10,000 new ones have been installed in the last year. It Just seems like a lot, but it doesn't really seem like a lot yet to me, actually. 10,000? Well, it's, it's more than there were. I mean, <laughs> you know, that's the thing is that it's increasing and yep. it's still early. And now I don't, you know, using an ATM to me doesn't seem super smart because you always pay a pretty good premium on getting mm -hmm. crypto from an ATM. Why not just get like a crypto card or get a, co a coin Zoom card and just flip your cryptos and then go to a regular ATM and just use that card. I don't know. It's some sort of convenience, but I do like the fact that it's getting exposure, right? And yeah, it looks like there's 16,835 ATMs for Bitcoin worldwide mm. and 81% of them are in America. Mm. You know, who's in trouble there, Sir Lord Travis. Who's that? John McAfee. Oh, that's true. John's in trouble. John is not going to be on episode number 500. He is not going to be on the Centennial episode, although we have been trying to reach out to Janice and would love to speak with Mrs. McAfee. So Janice, if by some chance you're listening, uh, we'd, we'd love to have you come on and, and talk about what's going on. Uh, but there's an article here that you guys can dig in on what's happened with McAfee and what we think we've learned about the Department of Justice and how the, uh, the government's criminal enforcement arm is working towards um, towards the crypto space. And for some, it's very worrying. 
All the links to the articles, including this one, are in our show notes for today, which you can find easily by pointing your web browser, whatever that web browser might be, and hopefully it's not Chrome because they're spying on you. You should use the Brave browser. No, we're not getting paid to say that. Um, go to badco.in forward slash 494, and you will find links to all of the articles. Mm. Yeah, this right here says the DOJ is treating all cryptos as a security. So the Department of Just Us is the people that are in the government are the ones that are protected and all the rest of us are the ones that are going to be hosed. So really, as you can tell, there's a justice system that's for just us and just the rest of us. And if you don't see that, then you got to open up those eyes because that's how it is. Open them. Open them wide. And if you're tired and sleepy, use toothpicks and prop them open. Don't do that. That'd be painful. Ouch. Oh, it could be. Could be. What's happening here with PayPal? Came across this story by the not related Turner Wright saying PayPal purchases digital asset security firm Curve. This is an interesting acquisition, yeah? Yeah, Curve, C-U-R-V, is, uh, you know, they're just expanding their platform. They are expanding their capabilities. And Curve is a custodial sort of a platform to, to um, you know, ha hold on to your cryptos. And uh, it looks like they sold Curve to PayPal for anywhere between two and three hundred million dollars. And then some people say that it was maybe worth worth less than two hundred million. I don't know why couldn't Curve just have created a Curve? To they have a CRV token. Like why do if you, why do you want to be acquired by somebody else if you if you're sovereign? Yeah, I don't know, but I do know that PayPal definitely realizes that this is a big deal. You can now go into PayPal, buy and sell certain cryptos there on the platform. I don't know why you would. I mean, I dropped like $25 into Ethereum on PayPal just to test it. Like, all right, how does this work? And I can see it in there. By the way, it's worth about 75 now. So good job, Ethereum. Uh, but it, uh, you know, there's so many other places to buy crypto where you are custodian for your keys. Cause like Robinhood, you can't move your crypto off PayPal. You can't move crypto into PayPal. You can only buy and sell it within their own ecosystem. Yep, you buy it, hold it, sell it, and take your money. Mm -hmm. It's weird. Why mm -hmm. can't you get my, I wanna get my cryptos out. Why can't I? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Just gotta so, do it, Captain. There was, um, there was a, a lawsuit that Ripple filed against YouTube because there were so many scams and the, the scams were advertising across YouTube, and YouTube allowed these ads to go out, probably not realizing they were scams. And so uh, Brad Garlinghouse basically said, we sue you, Tube. Mm. Well, they ended it. So I guess mm -hmm. they've agreed to disagree agreeably. Yeah, so um, Brad tweeted on March 9th last year, Ripple and I sued YouTube for failing to enforce its own policies by allowing fake accounts impersonating my and Ripple's verified accounts to conduct XRP giveaway scams. We've now come to a resolution to work together to prevent, detect, and take down these scams. Yeah, that stuff can happen on there. You can create a fake account and give away fake XRP and scam people, but for some odd reason... They banned our YouTube channel for two years because we had a link to Coinbase in our description. So, so ridiculous. Like, I think we would have probably six figures worth of subscribers if we had been on there during all that time, but nope. Uh, but you know what? We're having fun on YouTube now a little bit. So go to YouTube and then type in Bad Crypto and then subscribe to us. We would like to get those numbers up. I think we're over 5,000 now, which is a very small number compared to the amount of downloads of the podcast. So 
tune into that. We do the Nifty Show there. We do the Hero Report there. We do some other live pack openings and other stuff. So we're doing more, we're doing more things over there. You know, Go here's to what badco.im forward slash YouTube. I think right. We need we need to start pushing people towards library to watch these instead, though, because every um, time we upload a video on YouTube, whatever it is. It also goes to library, which is decentralized live video. We've only got 185 people following us over there. And I'm going to create a short link for that right this minute. I'm going to, I am going to demonstrate the power of taking massive action right now. I'm going to create a new bad co link that you can go watch all of our videos at badco.in forward slash library and i'm going to spell it out they go by lbry but that's just confusing for people right so if i spell it out lb library then people won't get confused and they'll find it it's done there it is lbry yeah l no <laughs> live see you're already confused <laughs> badco.in forward slash library that way when we tell people we don't have to spell it it's the word library l-i-b-r-a-r-y see i spelled it there you go. We did have to tell you because somebody yeah. didn't know how to spell. Go, go watch us. Go watch over there. You'll see all the videos over there right go now. Go subscribe on YouTube and there, but go watch us on library. Yeah, and Sir Lord Travis is making more short form videos. Uh, he's doing this really cool thing where he's doing pack openings and he's providing information about, you know, like NBA Top Shot. He did another one here showing, thanks to you guys, where we are ranked in the uh, podcast rankings now and uh, we're moving on up yeah, i made a video last week i think it was on saturday we noticed that bad crypto was number 50 a podcast in the in business investing on apple and the nifty show was number 97 mm -hmm. let's take a minute here to pause for station identification you're listening to the bad crypto podcast badcryptopodcast.com do, do, do. And now a word from our sponsor. Prime XBT is an award-winning trading platform that offers 50 plus assets, not just limited to crypto. You could trade Forex, commodities, stock indices, crypto, all in one place. They provide access to real-time market data and a wide range of trading analysis tools while still maintaining that which is important to you. What's that? Your privacy, your security, liquidity, a safe and efficient trading environment for absolutely everybody. You can check them out today and get 50% first deposit bonus if you use the promo code BADCRYPTOPODCAST. It's all one word. Check them out today at badcode.in forward slash primexbt. Badco.in forward slash prime XBT 50% deposit bonus if you use the promo code bad crypto podcast. Dude, check this out. Uh, in Estonia, we are number six in investing. Uh, boom! Actually, uh, the, in the Nifty Show, uh, the global all podcast reach, uh, the Nifty Show is number 1300 this week out of all podcasts. Wow, we're moving up quickly. People are really interested in, in NFTs, and uh, we'll talk more about those. And Bad Crypto, the one you're listening right now, globally, is number 414. That's crazy numbers. I love that, guys. Thanks for tuning in. You're, we're so, done? Good at, you're so good at patting us on the back. It's good. Are we done? No. We have more. Oh, we have more. We have more. We're talking oh, we have about like a, most of the show still remaining. No, that's not true. But we do have some of the show, part of the show. Okay. Yeah, this is uh, a story here that many people have uh, been watching here for a week or so. Jack Dorsey's first tweet. 
has been turned into an NFT and people are bidding on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess the, the bids reached two and a half million dollars. The tweet was just setting up my Twitter on March, 2006. So I, he, I think he's giving the proceeds to charity. Mm. What is that? Is, is that his hooker's name? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's funny. He's like, I'm setting up my Twitter. And then, so he's selling it. And then somebody actually did this on one of my tweets today that I posted for, on tokenized tweets. So if you go to at tokenized tweets, that's the thing that allows you to do the, these tokenizations. I tweeted this today. I've gone to Ukraine several times for blockchain business, and people all often say, oh, you're going to the Ukraine, eh? To which I say, yes. And next week, I'm going to the Mexico and the Texas. And the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to the home. All right. So there's a, there's a, a company called Scent, I believe, mm-hmm. that you can create these tokenized tweets on. And I must have, you know, I think I probably flushed a lot of money down the drain because I am so fed up with Twitter that I wanted to start with a clean slate. Now, I didn't unfollow people I was following and I didn't delete my followers, but I wiped my complete Twitter account going all the way back. We both did. Did you wipe yours too? Yeah, I'm doing actually ephemeral tweets now. It's like every week I'll go in and delete them all again. Oh, you're so ephemeral. That's a good word, by the way. Yeah. So you can't tokenize my tweets because yeah, they're gone. I'm an ephemeralist. I don't know how I feel about this. I mean, I suppose for a few particular tweets might be capturing a moment in history that somebody could say they own that, but it's not like it's art. Yeah. So what happens? Like what happens is someone buys one of my tweets and then I just go in and I delete them all because I'm going to do it. Yeah. I don't know how that works. I, well, it's made into an NFT. So yeah, it's so that, that NFT of the screenshot. It's an NFT of the screenshot, essentially. Right. So I'm get, what I'm going to do is after Jack Dorsey's um, tweet is turned into an NFT, I'm going to screen capture that NFT, and I'm going to sell an NFT of the NFT. Like, I'm not gonna, it's not going to be theft. I'm going to, you know, artsy it up. I'm going to Banksy that shiz. Nice, nice. And I'm going to sell it for $2.6 million. Mm. <laughs> no, I'm not. Do it. No. Uh, what's happening around the world, Sir Lord Travis? Around the world, around the world. Southeast Asia's first Bitcoin fund launches to meet local institutional demand. BCMG Genesis Bitcoin Fund is going to be available to Asian accredited investors. So there it is. Only people who, have, who are rich can afford to buy into this. Pretty much. Rich get it's, richer. Love that. This whole accredited investor thing is just such a scam. Uh, it really does take money to make money, right? If you're starting with nothing, you've got no runway. It's, it's really difficult to multiply nothing into something. It's a lot of hard work. But if you've got plenty of money, multiplying it into more is not difficult. And so they make it convenient for those who already have plenty. Oh. To have, okay, there you go. Uh, I thought, you know what, what it is? It's, I, I think... I think of this because it's like there's such a thing. It's like I wrote a post on Facebook called Right Privilege because my kids have right privilege. Like I've taught them about crypto. I've taught them. I've, I've given them allowances in silver. I've given them allowances in Bitcoin since 2015. So they got little portions of that. Like and they look at their block folio and they've seen those things grow. It's like it is. It's like educate your kids, teach them, and then get yourself a network. And if you, your net, really your network 
is your net worth because then if you have a good network and you build a strong foundation of friends, of people that, uh, you know, I've always thought of this, you know, you become who you hang around. If you hang around a bunch of turkeys, you're never going to fly with the eagles, right? Or as I tell my kids, you're going to hang around a bunch of turds. You better get her out away from them before they bring you into the toilet. You need to flush the turds before they bring you in the toilet with them. And so I think that's it's a really key point in life. And people talk about, oh, you've got this privilege. You've got this. My privilege is I have curiosity privilege, and I have research privilege, and I have work ethic privilege. And then I, because my, my mom and dad were broke as a joke, like they're still living in a very small town, very small house, and they didn't have no money. They didn't pay for me to go to school. I had to do it on my own. And so anybody can do it if you're curious and want to research and learn and figure things out. Trav was born in a small town. That is true. 4,099 people. I was not born in a small town. I was born in the suburbs of Chicago in a very privileged neighborhood. I did not choose to be born there. I did not choose my parents. I did not choose my privilege, but I have done my best to make the most of my life and what I have to work with, as should everybody, regardless of where they began and to to point to try to drag others down to try to make others privilege a an excuse for why you aren't succeeding is not a reflection on them it's a reflection on you mm-hmm. and that sucks but it's just the truth like to do something go out there and add value to the world no matter where you start there's more than enough stories out there of you know from people starting with nothing and doing incredible things. And if anybody is saying, oh, well, I can't do that, but that's on you because people do it. It happens. Mm -hmm. They pull themselves up. They escape from the situation that they're in. They find a way. Either that or there's victim mentality. I can't. There's nothing I can do. You can either be a victim or you can be the victor in your life. And it really depends on your mindset. And you're listening to this show, so you're obviously educating yourself, so this probably doesn't even apply to you, but it probably applies to some people who you know, and that's why that they're perpetually broke, and they get really upset at other people who are successful, but they don't take the time to research things, like you dangle little seeds in front of them to, 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 to gain their own knowledge, and they just look at it, and they, that's not for me, I don't want to do, I'm not going to do that, and, but then all of a sudden they're a victim because somebody else is more successful than them, but they didn't put in the research or the work to, to make things happen for themselves, so you know, switch that up. Heretofore, I shall refer to you as Sir Lord Victor Travis Wright. Oh, be a victor, not a victim. What's our vector, Victor? I do not know. <laughs> but what I do know, Vector, Victor, how about Nevada? Now, hang it. Wait, wait, wait. Time out. You have to name the film. Oh, I know that film. It's Airplane. That's right. Do we have Clarence Clarence? I love that movie. <laughs> Johnny was my favorite. <laughs> Right. Coffee, Johnny? No, thanks. <laughs> he was hilarious. Oh, the shit's going to hit the fan. Oh, well, no. I don't, I don't know why Nevada is in front of South Korea in Swiss. So I'm moving Nevada. Let's talk about Switzerland. Okay. Switzerland has banned masks. <laughs> they no longer can wear masks in public. They have banned them. Is that the news? Oh, wait, different news. What's the news? Is, that, is that actually true? That's true. No. Yeah, Switzerland has banned masks. Oh, good for them. Yeah. No, bad for the sports sick people. I actually got a COVID test today because I'm because I'm going to the Ukraine, and um, I do not have the COVIDs. Oh, that's good to know. That's good. That's good to know. So, what's happening? Uh, what are the Swiss doing? Swiss retailers have introduced Bitcoin gift cards. So, yeah, so they, you know, we know this that uh, uh, the Crypto Valley is in Zug 
in Switzerland. You know, Davos has their their thing with all the wealthy elites come there every year and the powerful. But what the real power is going on in Zug. And um, so yesterday, the largest department store uh, group in Switzerland started selling Bitcoin gift cards in all of their branches across the country. So you can buy a Bitcoin voucher called Crypto Now in Swiss, Swiss francs and then redeem them later for Bitcoin. Nice. So it's kind of like a store. The gift card becomes a store of wealth, right? Because if you hold the gift card, the value of Bitcoin goes up. So the value of your gift card goes up. I wonder if it was Tangem that they're working with. Because remember, Tangem has these cards right here mm-hmm. that can have Bitcoins on them. And you can be like, all right, this has one Bitcoin. I got one that has zero Bitcoin on it. The Swiss key, it has zero Bitcoin on it. I got one from Crypto Friends. It has zero Bitcoin on it. Nobody gave me any Bitcoin with them. Here, have an empty card. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> nice piece of plastic you got going there. And in South Korea, the Shinhan Bank is piloting digital currency with the uh, collaboration with LGCNS. That is uh, a South Korea, um, it, it's LG's corporation IT services arm, basically, LGCNS. And so this, uh, in this model, the Bank of Korea issues a CBDC, what is a CBDC, a central bank digital currency, while other banking institutions like Shinhan Bank act as financial intermediaries. So they're basically integrating the system here for smooth distribution and use of digital currency. It's happening all over the world, gang. You know, these stories, for those who like to get into the nuts and bolts of the financial world, you can go dig more and read about these. But the point of us including them is to show that everywhere around the world, this is advancing. This is, you know, this is not a US thing. This is not a Europe thing. This is not an Asia thing. This is not an India thing. This is not an Estonia thing. This is a global revolution that is taking place. The world financial systems are transforming in record time. The foundations of the old world systems are shaking. Those that are in charge of those systems, the old guards, they're shaking, uh, probably because they drink too much and have DTs. And things are changing rapidly. So, Mm. you know, you got to keep pace with it and just understand that this movement is you know is global maybe even galactic intergalactic very nice yeah i think they really need to create the african continent a digital currency and it'll be called the acdc and that would be awesome <laughs> well uh, isn't uh akon is kind of working on that right mm-hmm. I- at least in um senegal it is senegal but it's going to be akon city yeah take me down to the akon city where i get some acdc we just we just kind of mashed up um, Guns and Roses and ACDC there together. That was very good. It well, we didn't say that. Was, you did not tune into the good crypto podcast, folks. You tuned so into you know. bad. Can we, can we talk about Nevada now? Let's talk about Nevada. What's happening there? Well, there's a town south of my town that I grew up in. I grew up in Butler, and there's another town called Nevada that is spelled exactly like Nevada. And all my friends go, "Well, you went to Las Vegas, Nevada? What? I've never been to Las Vegas." That's not how they sound. I'm just making fun of them. All right. So they have a utopian vision in Nevada, and they want to create a crypto tycoon is pushing a state bill that would let private sector innovation zones test new technologies in mixed-use communities. So they're trying to say, hey, 
we are going to create this super, well, I guess sort of like an Akon city, I guess, in certain parts of Nevada. Hmm. Well, there you go. The even, you know, states are catching on even. And uh, some of them are behind, like New York, you know, with their bit license stupidity. It, yeah. state, regulation like that happens when one of two things is true. Either you're scared of change and you're going to try to control it, or you don't understand what's happening, or maybe both. Mm-hmm. That, that's where bit license comes from. It does not come from a place of being informed or caring about people. Yeah. You know what's it? It, it is it's interesting that you that you mentioned that. One of my friends um, that I've known since uh, high school messaged me and says, "You know, I don't own any crypto, only because conventional investment people scare you away. You know, they say stay away from it. It's scary. Don't get into that. It's like, and I'm like, well, yeah, that's because it's not in their best interest for you to be getting into decentralized finance, right? They want to keep selling you." Your stockbroker still wants to keep getting that commissions on you. You think he's going to tell you to be getting yourself some crypto? You think they want you to be a sovereign, wealthy person? Nope. They do not. They want to manage your wealth for you because you're not smart enough to do it yourself. You need somebody yeah, who's licensed. Somebody got to figure that out. And by the way, I'm not trying to say that people who talk like this aren't smart enough to do it themselves. It's just traditionally when you talk like this, you're acting like you don't know nothing even if it's a, just a bad stereotype. Even if it's just a bad dad joke, yeah. which is what you get sometimes here on some bad crypto. Dogecoin. If you like these bad jokes, leave us a nice review and give us a subscribe. If you don't like them, then just shut up and go tune into something else. Don't be such a hater. Dogecoin. Again, as I figured if I say it three times like Beetlejuice, maybe it would just materialize and I'd have a little Shiba Inu in front of me. Dogecoin, Dogecoin, Dogecoin. Ooh. There he is. So, you know, Dogecoin has been in the news. Elon Musk has been tweeting about it. It hit as high as eight cents. It's been sitting around five cents, currently five and a half cents right now. And the Dallas Mavericks started accepting Dogecoin as a form of payment. Uh, As of March 7th, Mark Cuban, the owner, of course, of the Mavericks, revealed that they had already sold 20,000 Doge worth of merchandise, which is about $1,018. And Cuban went on to say, if we sell another 6,556,000,000 Dogecoin worth of Mavs merch, Doge will definitely hit $1. So, so there you go. Doge could go to a dollar, according to Mark Cuban. If it becomes- I've been sitting here shaking a damn Doge in your face the whole time. You've never even seen it. If it be, I'm sorry, I'm not looking at you because I'm oh, actually. Oh, I see you. Like, yeah. oh, I want it to magically appear, and then poof, there's there the doze right there. Oh yeah, I'm not looking at you. So I'm actually. If you guys have noticed a change in the audio quality, it's because I'm using my earbuds on my laptop because my PC is actually on its way to another destination. Eventually, I'll tell you guys where I'm going. But right now, I'm gonna keep that uh, secret, and let's just say I am leaving Denver. And uh, next time you hear me, or shortly after that, I will be on a plane elsewhere. Well, we got another show we're going to record, the Sunday show. That's true. So I'll be almost be on a plane somewhere. But it's happening very soon. Sir Lord Travis, let's talk NFTs, because there is so much happening. And before we get into the actual news here, I just want to say that we are having calls daily. Not just calls like you know, with, with some local brands that are like, hey, we want to learn more about this. No, we're, we're talking to 
people at the top of the music industry, gang. We're talking to people that are connected to and represent um, and manage or manage tours for the biggest bands in the world. Uh, and we are feeling grateful and overwhelmed and excited. Uh, and I don't know who we're going to end up working with first, but something's going to happen really soon. And we will tell you guys as soon as we have uh, some sort of deal. So much going on. And these are people that your mama's heard of. These are people that your kids have heard of anywhere up in, in between. It's craziness. This NFT space is something else really is. I think the gateway to mass adoption for a lot of folks. All right. NFT related altcoins are hitting all time highs after Bitcoin has been pumping back up. So, you know, we saw Bitcoin went down into the 40s. Now Bitcoin is back up a little bit. And uh, this is great. There is a lot of different cryptos out there, different projects that uh, NFTs are part of. And uh, we are seeing... Well, you referenced earlier, you know, you talked about Engine, for example, getting, you know, double-digit mm -hmm. gains. And, uh, you know, Akomi is one that we've been following here for about a month that has about 2,000% increased since we discovered it. And of course we are not financial advisors and don't know where it's going from here, but we certainly are keeping an eye on these. That is true. A lot of stuff going on. You can read more about that particular thing, but hold on a second. Shouldn't we talk about the biggest news? What is the biggest, we have the biggest news and we're talking about it last. We can talk about it now if you want to. I kind of feel like it's building up because this next okay. one about a, uh, a Banksy painting is like, it, it sounds big on its own right? There's uh, somebody tokenized a version of a destroyed Banksy painting. They, they turned it into a token as an NFT on OpenSea, and it sold for almost $400,000. Dude. So that is crazy. The, uh, the burnt Banksy, um, man, that is just, that is just crazy. $400,000 for that thing. Remember, we, we made a, a, a Banksy version of uh, a Captain Crypto that sold for over $1,000. Yes. $1,500. Well, we should true. brag about that. How come that wasn't on Cointelegraph? Bad Crypto and sells NFT for $1,500. <laughs> oh, wait. These guys. Oh, I see. I see a little bit more than this. But, but it, gets, it gets bigger than this, Sir Lord Travis, because the headline story for this week is about an artist that goes by the name Beeple. Beeple is an artist uh, whose real name is Mike Winkleman, and he had an NFT, a digital work of art, that was auctioned off by Christie's, which, of course, this was the first time Christie's ever auctioned off an NFT. And uh, do you think it sold for a million dollars? I think it sold for way more than that. Five million? And more than 10, ten times that. More more than fifty million, yes, yeah, sixty nine million dollars, I believe, right? Almost seventy what? million dollars on Christie's. What? Now making Beeple the third most wealthy and most sought after living artist on planet Earth. Okay, so he he then tweeted on his account, which we think is his account. It's at Beeple. <laughs> And the tweet was just this, um, this morning, actually, March 11th, 2021, 8.42 a.m. And I quote the tweet, because when you swear by quoting what somebody else is swearing, it's not like you're really swearing. And this is all it says. Holy fuck. 
<laughs> there you go. That's kind of what I say every day around NFTs and just kind of going, wow, this is just insanity. All right. How do you value this, this NFT at almost $70 million? That just, that makes no sense whatsoever. Yep. It makes, it makes no sense at all. And that's a huge bubble. And I think the Ethereum, Ethereum NFTs, are not good. They're not good for the ecosystem. The gas fees are high. They're really good for the, as, as Max Kaiser says, the cantillionaires, the really wealthy Ethereum folks who got in early on Ethereum. These are the crypto rich, the crypto elite are buying these things. Regular people aren't buying this shit, but uh, how can, who's a regular person is going to go spend $70 million on it. No, I mean, even someone like $40,000, like some of the stuff on nifty gateway, $10,000. Mm-hmm. Most people aren't doing that. Like they want an entry point that they can participate in. I mean, I know that people who are listening to bad crypto, you know, there's not, we don't got a bunch of OG millionaires running around this place that can go and afford some of that stuff. That's why we do it on wax, man, because you could print, uh, you can mint a thousand NFTs for, for what, a dollar? It's crazy. So it's like, there's no gas fees, much greener. It's more, it's more inclusive instead of these exclusive things that are popping up on ETH. This whole thing with these NFTs being charged as much are really turning me off on ETH. Yeah. You know, Ethereum is a great chain for smart contracts. Vitalik came up with something. They need help with scaling it, and hopefully that will happen. But here's how you know ETH has failed. It's so good that they've had to make side chains to, to facilitate it functioning properly. You know, you think it's people do to sold all this thing. You figure Twitter might uh, verify his account. <laughs> well, do we know for sure it's him? I mean, it says in this article that the handle is believed to be associated with Winkleman, but we don't know that it really is because on Twitter, you could do all kinds of crazy stuff and pretend to be other people. Believe me, I've had it happen to me all the time. Well, and then I got he, on in 2009. You think he was Beeple? And it's like, it's, it's his stuff. He posts his new art that he has before he posts it other places. How is, how is Beeple not, you know? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change my name to Boople. Okay. Scoople. Yeah, you know, I do think there's a bubble. I don't think it's an NFT bubble. I think it's an NFT art bubble uh, is what we're facing. And, you know, we go on Clubhouse. We do our NF Tuesdays on Clubhouse every, uh, every Tuesday, 9 o'clock. We finally have our own club called the Nifty Show, so you can come join us. And we talk to others, and it kind of stands out from the other NFT channels. And there, there are some good ones out there, but I've walked into a few of them where it's artists talking and it's the same type of um, elite type of discussion in many cases that you would expect from the traditional art world, you know, where they define what art is and what it isn't and how it should be appreciated. And I'm like, oh, I cannot stand by and listen to this pretentious nonsense. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's crazy. So if it's not him, then it's not him. But looks like it's him, and they need to connect and verify that guy because, good Lord, the dude's selling $70 million NFTs, and uh, he's not verified, so that's not good. I think that, you know, what's happening right now, especially with Nifty Gateway, we've been watching this pretty closely, right? There's a few patterns we're seeing. Nifty Gateway, um, a lot more customers, a lot more people trying to buy. The prices have gone up significantly. Like when I first bought something on Nifty Gateway last fall, I paid like 30 bucks for a piece of art. And I was able to get one. 
now they stopped. Yeah, I remember doing... you paying a couple hundred bucks for some of those. I was like, "What? You're gonna pay that much for that? Are you serious?" Well, they've they've uh, they've stopped doing the try and get it fast drop, and now they're doing drawings. And so maybe there'll be ten of an item for you know twenty five hundred bucks, and then they they put four thousand names or more into the hat that enter, and you randomly get it. So you literally win the lottery. I mean, literally, if you win one of these. Um, you're going to be able to flip it. So now what's happened is people are buying stuff on Nifty Gateway, not because they like the art. They're buying it for pure opportunity. They see that if I buy this, somebody else will, you know, buy it in a flip. Uh, so, you know, what is that game? And, and it's kind of, it's not too different from NBA Top Shot now, is it? Well, you know, that happens sometimes. You know, people are, some people are collectors. They want to hold it. Some people, they want to sort of, get into that whole mindset of, Hey, I'm going to buy this and I'm going to flip it for 10 X immediately. Like those things, that's, that, that's just a silly approach to me. It's like a lot of times people will, will give out an NFT for free and then people will put bots on it and try to claim a whole bunch of them and then go on the marketplace and try to sell them all. It's like, like, I don't know. There, there's, there's a dirty underbelly, I think to this whole thing that uh, will hopefully clean itself up over time. You need to wash that dirty underbelly there, Lord Travis, right? All right then. It'd be filthy. So, you know, we're doing some stuff in the NFT world. There's two announcements that we have. We, we've previously alluded to our friends at Upland, the game, Upland.me, which is the top DAP on DAP Radar. They've built on the EOS blockchain. And this thing, like, they open up a property and people are, they, they actually brought the servers down last week when people were trying to buy properties in Brooklyn. As prepared as they were, there was so much demand for properties that it, they had some issues, technical issues happen. They fixed it, people are buying properties, they're having a good time, and we are building their first digital collectible set with them. It's called Upland Collectibles, the Blockchain Heroes Edition. And uh, we've linked a story here in uh, their Medium post that you could check out in the show notes, but we're really excited about this. This series is gonna come out on April 6th, and uh, there's Blockchain Heroes, Uplandified, pieces of art in it and uh, this is this is a fun set i can't wait to to release this that is true it will be really awesome and another piece of awesome news is our hero discord is open and uh you know what we got some special private rooms in there if you've been listening to the show and been claiming your hero tokens well if you have 50 of these tokens and you can get into the voice channels and the video channels and the special hero channels where there are going to be different conversations going on that won't be happening anywhere else. Little video calls that will, won't be taking place anywhere else. And uh, you can jump in there. I mean, 50, 50 uh, hero, that's, that's not a whole lot of hero. And uh, we've given it away, right? So if you got enough, you can come in. If you don't have any, you can come into the hero lobby and just pay attention in the hero lobby because maybe we might drop some in there. How do you get to it, Joel? You go to badco.in forward slash discord it'll take you directly in there and then you'll want to sync your wallet really easy to do just type exclamation point join and then the bot will you know message you and give you the instructions to connect either your roll wallet or your uh, your metamask wallet that can have hero in it and uh, we're gonna have a lot of fun there we um this is this is going to be our new home base and people who are in there are going to have access to us and to exclusive content that you don't get here on Bad Crypto or the Nifty Show. Uh, we've even got a mastermind going in there where people are going to be doing research into other projects because we like finding the next gems. 
You know, you, you always want to find the projects before they go boom. You, know, you look at the charts, and you're like, man, look at this. Can you imagine having Ethereum, you know, at $5 and, and being able to, to load up your bags now that it's 1800 Well, we want to find those gems, and we've got some smart people in there. There are heroes to us. And uh, so you can get Hero Token, actually, on Uniswap. Uh, if you go to tryroll.com and just pull up the markets, I think we're number 13 on the markets right now. A Hero Token is $0.21. Cents, and uh, you can go on Uniswap, connect up, and, and uh, swap out to get some of that so that you can get into the Discord. But, you know, you also might want to stack additional Hero because we're going to be making some content and some unique NFTs available only for hero token that is true yep yep it's gonna be fun so go check it out also one final piece of news uh you know we uh recently we had crypto.com as our one of our sponsors and i'm a big fan of crypto.com i got one of those got one of those cards that i use regularly well another one of our favorite projects company that i started working with is called kava uh and they are now listed on the crypto.com app uh you can uh, buy a lot of different cryptos there and switch on crypto. Also, it's on FTX exchange. They've launched their uh, Kava mainnet 5.0 uh, this week. And also, if you check out their Twitter handle, Kava underscore labs, uh, they've been giving away freaking Teslas. So they got this, they got this partnership going with Huobi, where um, if you go and do a trade, there's a trading competition on Huobi. And uh, some person who was trading Kava on Huobi is going to freaking win a Tesla. It's crazy. It's insane. That's pretty cool. You guys can find all the links to everything we've covered today and more in our show notes, badco.in forward slash 494. Sir Lord Travis, as always, it has been a pleasure speaking with you, covering the news in a fashion that only the Bad Crypto Podcast can do or would do or would want to do. Nobody would else would want to. Nobody would want to do this. You know what they would want to do, though? Probably stay bad. Probably. So that's what you guys should do. Who's bad? The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoin's and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.